We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in. But why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome in. Monday edition, Oxford Exxon Podcast. Chase Parm, Neil McCready, Clark Ford Studio here with you this morning. Carmen Davis. Let go on a Friday morning since our uh, our last podcast. We'll obviously talk a good bit about that today, as it is official. The uh, the search public and ongoing in earnest now, as uh, the next coach of Ole Miss will be announced here. I don't know sometime in the next few weeks. We'll get into uh, to that. Ole Miss baseball knocking off Maryland two out of three over the weekend, losing in pretty ugly fashion on Friday night, and then scoring thirty runs over the next sixteen offensive innings to. Uh, Dispatch of the Terrapins, the same Terrapins they play Friday in Minneapolis for the uh, Cambria College Classic. So those are the main topics. Probably will carry the majority of the show today. A show brought to you every single day by the Oxford Exxon Highway 6 West in Oxford. Remember, uh, you can get four box seats to Ole Miss baseball, the Sunday games, the series finale, whatever day those are. All you have to do is you get on Twitter, you get on social media, you uh, send a picture, you tweet whatever you think might uh, might win you those tickets you hashtag Rebel Ready, tag the Oxford Exxon, you have a chance to win. You also get lunch specials, hot cash ribs, plenty of different options, including the uh, the cheap fill-ups on your soft drinks, and more there at the Oxford Exxon and all Blue Sky locations around Mississippi. And again, coming to you from the Clark Ford studio. We are Clark Ford is in Amory, Mississippi. Uh, 662-257-1900 is the number you call. You ask for Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes and business hours right to the bottom line. No hassle, no haggle. You get your quote. The rest completely up to you. You can shop that quote around. You can do what I've done, what I recommend that you do. That is hopping to a Clark Ford today. You'll love the product. You'll love the service. Uh, Corey and the people at Clark Ford, they want to be your car guy. They want to be your truck guy. They'll prove to you what that means when you make the call. 662-257-1900. Guest will join uh, this week at some point on the uh, MyPerfectFranchise.net hotline. If you're a displaced corporate executive or you're wanting to put your career in your own hands, if you're an experienced entrepreneur uh, just looking to diversify, Andy Ludicky can help. He's a longtime Rivals board member, a diehard college football fan, a franchise veteran. He owns multiple franchises and businesses. He uses his expertise to help others 
find their American dream through a very thorough and free consultation process. So call Andy, put your life, your career in your own hands. It's 100% free. You've got nothing to lose. Find your perfect franchise at myperfectfranchise.net or I'll contact Andy anytime at andy at myperfectfranchise.net or 404-973-9901. The other thing from the weekend, Ole Miss playing uh, basketball win Case, the interim head coach for Ole Miss. Rebels win 82-69 in Oxford against LSU. 11-18, 3-13. and 13. Few Boy, games left, and full then, of some uh, hot takes after that game. Goodness gracious, there were a few. There was there. hot take city. Yeah, uh, minority though. Minority. It, it was, but the the ones that did it, it was like you guys have not watched college basketball this year. So, uh, I, you know, we, that might be for tomorrow. Tons of uh, stuff around the SEC. Some interesting games on Saturday, but again, mm-hmm. um, got other stuff going on. So, all right, here's the here's the the facts. Um, Curtis, Kermit Davis relieved of his duties. On Friday, as the uh, the Ole Miss basketball coach chose not to finish out the season, um, when Case again, as we said, the uh, the interim head coach, Ole Miss has two games remaining in the regular season, and then they have uh, which is A and M in Missouri, and then they play at least one game in Nashville for the SEC tournament. They will almost assuredly play South Carolina in a first round game on that Wednesday night. Yes, the best that I'm aware of. It. Six so, o'clock. We know that Kermit Davis out after five seasons as head coach. He's going to get $4.2 million in a buyout. He's going to get about a million dollars. It's either within 30 or 60 days. I don't know, pretty quickly. And then he will make $800,000 over the next four seasons to finish out the 3.2. And uh, in that buyout, Ole Miss now looking for its, uh, its head coach. You know the names. We'll get into some of that stuff. But uh, those are the facts as we know it, Neil. I guess we'll, we'll go there. And then where do you want to start? What do you want to do? Um, because I feel a little scatterbrained on this. We've already had a lot of the conversations, but it's official now. It's public. Yeah, I mean, I was like I said in ten thoughts, which are up on the site by the way at rebelgrove.com. If you um, want to follow the coaching search, we'll have it there. We'll be discussing it on the site throughout however long it lasts, whether it's a short search or a really long search. Real quick before you do that, I guess it is noticeable. Mark pointed out, or notable, that Martin pointed out in the stream. Chris Holtman pledged allegiance to Ohio State in a press conference a few days or yesterday. Okay, make of that what you will. Just throwing it out there. Said he and the chancellor were on the same page. Uh-huh. He loved Ohio State, and he planned to remain in Columbus. Okay, yeah, just again, the facts as we know it. Well, I mean, we'll get to, okay. We'll, we'll, we'll use that as a place to go as, as searches start this is one of my not pet peeves it's one of the things that i always want to talk about with searches the people who want to do gotcha at guys like us with searches searches are the ideal place to do it because what is true on a monday in a search can be 100 percent true on monday and completely different by tuesday agents get involved vacancies are used and this if listen if i'm holtman and i've had a bunch of pretty solid seasons and now i've had a bad one i want to make sure i've got some security where i am hey i'd go to ole miss i'm probably on ole miss's short list i'd be a safe pick for ole miss let's let's uh, let's solidify this deal with the buckeyes a little bit right now and that happens so what is true on a Monday isn't necessarily true on a Monday night. Stuff changes in searches. Searches are fluid. Never understood why that word is funny to people, but searches are fluid. Things change. It's not 
It's not established. There's not like a pecking order. Well, there's no vacuum. It's, hey, this guy might suddenly be interested. This situation is untenable. This guy suddenly became available or unavailable or this contract extension. I mean, it's sure there's 7 million elements out here that are affecting the possibilities for an athletics director making that hire at any current time. And coaches gossip. Yeah. Coaches gossip. I mean, I've talked to coaches in the last 48 hours. Coaches gossip. Yeah, I mean, look, coaches are, I mean, the male version of Gladys Kravitz here. I mean, it's nosy and gossip and yeah, the whole it's deal. It's just stuff. So I wrote, you know, I knew Friday was coming. I just didn't know it was coming on Friday. I was literally two minutes away from having one of the worst professional mornings of my life because I had intended on Friday to turn my phone off. I was I was going to turn my phone off and have kind of a mental health relaxation day Mm -hmm. Carson had just left I was getting ready to leave and I got a text and I was like oh my god so I scrambled luckily I had two columns that were written they were just Dateline Nashville because they were going to be published I I always assumed Davis would finish the season Um, but here we are we can talk about what went wrong with him I wrote a little bit about that on Saturday night when case summed it up incredibly well yeah, we'll do that, but that doesn't feel like yeah. right now. It doesn't matter. They just didn't win enough games. Bottom, yeah, to win's credit. Dave. Bottom line. They just didn't win enough games. Um, talked to Ronnie Hamilton about that afterwards, the LSU assistant who was here for four years. They just didn't win enough games. Ronnie had some interesting thoughts kind of after I turned the recorder off, so I, I, I'm, I'm going to be careful there. There's a part of me that had always wondered, and he sort of intimated this, that maybe they had a little too much success early and thought, didn't think this was going to be as hard as it was. That first season came pretty... But they never had success with their own players. Right. So I don't know. They never. They didn't recruit well early no. enough with their own guys. No, they made. Listen, they made a lot of. They made a really nice omelet out of having Schuler and TD and those guys. I mean, you know, they ran off Dominic Olenichuk to bring in Sean Robinson and oh, ended yeah. up being a bad trade. And sometimes you make bad trades. Anyway, so here we are. Win case is the interim coach. He'll coach the next. Three, and if you made me guess, I'd guess four games. They're actually playing fairly well right now. I I could see them beating South Carolina and then losing to the five seed on Thursday, and that being that. Uh, And then after that, there's the same names we've been talking about for two weeks. In the coaching business, these are the names that are getting talked about as well. Um, It's Chris Beard, the former Texas coach. And it's Will Wade, the former LSU coach. They both, as we've chronicled, have two completely different sets of baggage. We should not lump their baggage into one thing. No. One is one thing, and one is another. One is a bit of a moral conflict. The other is a bit of a gamble from an NCAA standpoint. Uh, Will Wade wants the Ole Miss job. Full stop. Wants it badly. Thinks he could win here immediately. I think in his mind has already, and I have not talked to Will Wade. I have talked to people who have talked to Will Wade. 
I think he already kind of has a staff in mind. Uh, I think they already have players basically lined up. Will Wade really, really wants the job. There's a problem for Will Wade, and that is he just had an NCAA hearing. The ruling is not due until May or June. Um, LSU is tied up in that ruling. LSU could get sanctions. There are people, plural, not just singular, plural, that, that are worried that LSU will get sanctions. And if LSU gets sanctions, I don't think Will Wade's hireable at that point. I think the league would step in and go, uh-uh. But there are others who think that Will Wade and LSU are going to get off. They're going to, they're going to walk from this. Meaning LSU might get some recruiting sanctions like some visits taken away or some dead days or whatever, but that they're not going to get hit with postseason bans and that Will Wade's not going to get a show cause and that if he gets a show cause, it's essentially going to be time served and that he'll be free and clear to recruit and be a head coach and everything by no later than the middle of June. And if you believe that, if you're Keith Carter and Ole Miss, and you believe that, he becomes very hireable because big damn deal if he can't go off campus in April. Yeah. Um, and then there's Chris Beard, who if you talk to coaches, and I have, I'm not, I'm not capable, Chase, of – I watch a lot of basketball, but I can't sit here and tell you here's who the top ten coaches are in college basketball. I, I don't know. Sure. Among his peers, some people put him as high as top five. Yeah. X and O coach, program runner. Recruits in a lot of different ways. Everything. Roster is very variable. Um, Texas hired him two years ago. They gave him a five-year, $30 million contract. They coveted him. Um, He took Texas Tech to the Elite Eight to the national championship game. He took Little Rock, which is not exactly a bastion of college basketball they won greatness. 30 games. 30 games in the second round of the NCAA tournament. He's a winner. He took Texas in year one, a job that Shaka Smart never could kind of get going. He took Texas in year one to the second round of the tournament and was putting together a monumental recruiting class. He's available. He got arrested in December. Got fired in January. The charges have been dropped. He's not facing a criminal prosecution. He uh, He's free and clear with the NCAA. He's not committed any NCAA stuff. He's You could hire him. You could hire him tomorrow. You could hire him today. You could whatever. The administratively, qu- he's more hireable than Will Wade. Administratively, he's administratively. more hireable. Yeah, sure. And then you have the decision that you have to make as it pertains to Chris Beard. And it's I, I do think it's a decision. I was told from someone who knows, who's familiar with his thinking, that it's a job he's interested in, and it's a job he would take, essentially, if there was nothing better to take. I don't think he's as gung-ho about it as Will Wade, but that well, doesn't and, necessarily yeah, mean anything. I mean, anything. look, I mean, that's, that's one thing here, because I saw this post the other day on the board. Ole Miss is the SEC job open, thus Ole Miss is the job in play for these coaches. Sure. They want to coach in the SEC or yes. in major college basketball. Well, they want to coach in the SEC or the Big Ten. Yeah. Those are the two leagues. Those are the premier leagues. I mean, we at some point this week, we'll probably talk about some of the ACC stuff that's happening, the, the Pac-12 stuff that's happening. Everybody wants to get into the Big Ten or the SEC. Those two leagues are going to expand further, and everybody wants to be in it. If you have any sense at all, you want to be in one of those leagues. Yes. 
And right now, there's one SEC opening. And there's a decent chance it's going to be the only SEC opening, although there is a strong there, there is a chance that there will be another SEC opening not too terribly far from here. Yeah. And that fact has to factor into your thinking. About an hour and 45 minutes. That has to factor into what you think about. So we've had the Chris Beard debate. I suspect we're about to have it again. I mean, I guess real quick, if this goes in a direction outside of those two guys and it is not simply that neither is tenable enough for Keith to make the hire, where do you even think it goes? Do you even think there is a third candidate that is a public thing right now? I have a suspicion, and this I think is based on what happened in the football search a few years ago, that there's somebody out there. Well, that would make sense. That I mean, we just don't know about. Keith it, is very private in these searches. Sure. Yeah, sure. I mean, we did not know about Elijah Drinkwitz till it was already over. Yeah. I mean, I had him on the hot board, but I didn't well, yeah, think it yeah, was man. serious. So, I mean, I'll freely tell you. I don't know. Had someone tell me on Saturday night they thought Holtman to, to Ole Miss was real. Now, that was before Holtman made those comments, and it's very possible that Holtman is using the Ole Miss vacancy to shore things up with Ohio State. I don't know. Holtman, if you can get him, is a is a, it's a safe hire. Well, a year ago it would have been a sexy hire. Yes, I mean, and he's so, not. I mean, he hasn't completely forgotten everything about basketball in the last year. It doesn't appear so. He yeah. lost, he lost. Malachi Branham was a lottery pick. They're yeah. not as talented this year as they yeah. were a year ago. Um, I mean, if you want to put the spin on positively on Chris Holtman, that's it. Is that he didn't suddenly become an idiot when it comes to college basketball? No, of course not. I mean, a very good coach at Butler. He's a very good coach at Ohio State. The question he also has not won at an incredibly high level at Ohio State. And Ohio State is a better basketball job than Ole Miss. Yes, but now he's taken them to the tournament every year, but one. Sure. And in 2020, they were tournament bound before we did all the COVID theater. Sure. So he's a good coach. Is he a great coach? Doesn't appear to be. But he's a good coach. Would he be solid in the SEC? I think so. I mean, that's where I would put my 10 bucks on a, on a wheel if you told me it was not one of the other two guys that we discuss in more detail. Grind says it's Tom Crean to UGA 2.0, and that would be the fear. That would absolutely be the fear that you would have, is that, well, he couldn't win big at a place that people have won big. What makes you think he's going to win big at a place where people don't win big? Um, and again, it could be a mid-major because last year there were six hires and five were mid-majors. Sure, sure. Could absolutely be a mid-major. The norm is not going and taking somebody's coach. I mean, I've got a hot board up that's got a whole bunch of mid-majors on it. I mean, maybe it's Pat Kelsey. It does not appear to be Dusty May, and that was the name that we talked a lot about for two months. Here's the thing, and I wrote this on Friday, I guess it was, and I've, I've written it numerous times. Keith Carter thought about this a year ago. Mm-hmm. On December the 20th, when Ole Miss lost to North Alabama. We all knew where it was headed. Keith Carter knew where it was headed that day. So it's not like this is on Friday he woke up and said, well, I guess I'm getting to start thinking about coaching <laughs> candidates. On. I mean, let's get real. He had a two-month head start on this. Um, two months plus. And he may have been thinking about it before that. So I'm sure that he's got some things in mind and – I don't I don't I don't think we're reading his mind to say that he probably is having an internal debate about what to do about Chris Beard and Will Wade. And Will Wade. And I don't know which one. I would guess I would guess Beard is more prominent on his mind than Wade because Beard's hireable today. Yeah. You don't have to consult. 
Like, I don't think Greg Sankey gets consulted. The dilemma in front of Beard is known. There are unknowns with Wade. Yeah. What I was going to say is I don't yeah. think you have to consult Greg Sankey and say, hey, what do you think about us hiring Chris Beard? Now, he probably would do it anyway. But with Will Wade, I think you've got to have a conversation. Hey, what are you? What are you hearing? What do you hear? What do you expect? What do you, what do you think? What are your thoughts? What's the league's thoughts? Here's a guy that was got LSU in trouble, if you will. Is LSU going to face sanctions? Because in the past, if you're facing sanctions, if the school is facing sanctions, they don't let the individual come back into the league. Jeremy Pruitt, Hugh Freeze, there's evidence of that. Now, is the league going, you cannot do it? I don't think so, but is the league going, I don't think that's the best idea in the world. When you were a kid and you said, hey, mom, I'm kind of thinking about doing this, and your mom said, well, I don't think that's the best idea in the world. Wasn't well, a hard no. You but. sort of understood. You know, this would be an opportunity for me to 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 show some discretion. Yeah. All right, let's let's take them one at a time. We'll try not to be completely redundant to what we've said in the past because I know we've already had these conversations, but it kind of is what it is now that it is public. Before we get into those, I'll tell you about uh, the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation, Ole Miss baseball back for another season. Remember, you can show your support for their efforts on the field by signing up for their pledge per win and pledge per home run campaigns. Been pretty active over the weekend. Donations are charged every Monday. They're allocated in your blue priority point total, and they're up to ninety percent tax deductible. You can sign up today by visiting give to athletics.com slash donate or call the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation at 662-915-7159. Also remember the Morgan Wallen concert coming to Baltimore Way Stadium in April, the same weekend as LSU baseball, big weekend here in town. Two nights, Saturday and Sunday nights. Tickets available at Morganwallen.com. Good prices on both nights. So get those today again, morganwallen.com. Walk on Sports Bistro puts everything they've got into bringing you game day with the taste of Louisiana. Dig into their mouth-watering, made-from-scratch Louisiana cuisine, po'boys, gumbo, voodoo shrimp, plus fan favorites like juicy burgers, fresh salads, all in front of 70-plus TVs, 40-plus ice-cold beers on tap. You can also order online at walkons.com or on their convenient Walk-Ons app if you're in Oxford or Jackson. Visit the Oxford or Ridgeland location. Please make sure that you uh, tell them you appreciate them sponsoring our content here at MPW Digital. The College Corner is your one-stop Rebel Shop. Two locations in the Jackson area in Ridgeland. It's next to Fleet Feet and Flowood. It's next to Half Shell. If you don't live in Jackson, it's okay. Go to collegecornerstore.com. Plus, you can find them on Facebook and Instagram. Largest selection of Rebel gear in central Mississippi. It's... uh, 70-something degrees out today. Spring is on its way, which means summer is right around the corner. You want to make sure that your AC is in tip-top shape. Get in touch with the people at Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating, different names, but same great products, same great services, same people. If you live in Oxford, Tupelo, or the surrounding area, call Comer, 662-801-1777. If you live in Hernando, Memphis, Olive Branch, or the surrounding area, call Southern, 662 662- 429-4429. A-Stock Auctions is a Nashville-based online auction company with the mission to provide customers the power to name their price. All items at A-Stock start at just $1. That's right. Every item starts at just $1. Shop now at astock.bid or download their app. Name your price on thousands of items from big-name retailers. A-Stock Auctions has multiple locations around Nashville that offer local pickups. So don't miss out. If you want it, bid it, win it. And we're brought to you by Solutions RX. It's a probiotic multivitamin supplement company created by Ole Miss Pharmacy alum Chris Cornelison. It's pharmaceutical grade, manufactured right here inside Mississippi. If you take uh, diabetes medication, high blood pressure medication, cholesterol medications, you know that they can cause some side effects like muscle pain, brain fog, energy loss due to a depletion of minerals and vitamins in the body. 
But Chris formulated a product called Prescription Support. It puts those vitamins back into your body, helps with those side effects, helps you stay more compliant with taking your medication, which helps you stay healthier over the long term. It's available in local independent pharmacies across the continental U.S., including all across Mississippi, or on their website, solutionsrx.com. Type in the promo code OEP, OEP at checkout and get 10% off your first order. Podcast is brought to you by Prime Shrimp, primeshrimp.com. Seven different flavors available for you. They are shipped directly to your door. Throw them in the freezer, freezer to plate, fewer than 10 minutes. Put them in boiling water, flip them once, twice, and you've got dinner. The New Orleans style barbecue, the signature, their meals in a bag. Tons of options there with the New Orleans-based company, including their two-pound bags of individually frozen shrimp, like, like lot like what's at the grocery store. It's a higher-quality shrimp there with Prime Shrimp. So use code RG. Remember, it's a new code the last few weeks. Code RG. Five packs or more, you get 25% off at primeshrimp.com. All right, which one do you want to start with? Oh, let's do beard. Okay. Again, we. I mean, I, I feel very repetitive, but it's what it is what it is. But I'll, so I'll start here. It's official for the first time, though. It is. Stacy in the thread. It's relevant. She says, as a four percenter, I would be able to get behind weight on day one. Beard. I'm not saying I hate the idea because I want to win, but it's 100% makes me uneasy with this past and the risk of any future problems. It's fair. It's very similar to some of the responses you got when you gave anonymity over the weekend to females. I did. I reached out on Saturday to um, – I was in Tupelo for soccer. I knew I'd be writing about it. So I reached out via social media to females that I knew were Ole Miss grads. Um, didn't use every reaction. I reached out to 10 or so. I think I used three, maybe four quotes. Um, they were all negative. They all, they all said basically the same thing, said it in different ways. But, you know, there was some, there was context there. It was, not comfortable with it, it sends a message. It's, that's where you get into. For me, the, the, the question you have is, are we even pretending anymore? Because if we're not, cool, hire him. You couldn't get him in a regular, without baggage, he wouldn't, you, without baggage, Chris Beard doesn't even answer your phone to laugh in your face. So that's reality. So the question is, are you going to say, hey, well, this is an opportunity for us to get a, a caliber of coach that we probably couldn't otherwise get. He's For him to launch back up to wherever you go, I don't know, I mean, if he were to ever get in line for like the Kansas, North Carolina, yeah, sure. Kentucky jobs, those the blue blood jobs, if he were to ever get one of those jobs again, and I don't know that that's possible, he'd have to win big at, at Ole Miss and he'd have to stay out of trouble, completely out of trouble. Well, if he stays completely out of trouble and he wins big, whether you have him for two years or ten years, you you benefit. Then there's the risk. And the risk is that there are photos, I assume. Yeah. What if they get released? What if there's more that comes out? I'm not saying there is, but what if there is? It's funny. Women have one conversation and men among each other have another conversation, which is, is that the first time? Is that the only time that ever happened? What if it's not? And I mean, and where I'm having a hard time, and I said this last week, and I'll say it again for posterity's sake, is that yes, in a lot of ways, he was the charges were dropped. He was cleared criminally. He's whatever mm-hmm. the uh, the the fiance um, 
refused to testify. Basically said, "Hey, we want the." Tr- she wanted the charges well, dropped. Not only that, she said the very next day that it was self defense. The next day, the next was it a couple. I think it yeah. might have been the next day. It was within. It was within proximity of it happening. Yeah. The problem I have, and I said it last week, is that I'm, 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 I have a certain frustration with people who go, "See, nope, she recanted." Blah blah blah. It goes. That's literally following the way abuse works with victims. It, we're, we're, it's a textbook here, guys. I'm again. It's not saying Chris Beard is a habitual abuser. That's not what I'm saying. Right. I'm saying if anyone were, that is not an uncommon thing for the victim to side with the abuser, and for it to be a multiple thing where the first time doesn't go public. That's all I'm saying. I've read. So the, you're taking a you, there, there's a leap here where you can't just go. Nope, nope. She said this. Right. Whatever. That that is a tunnel vision on winning. Yes. That is. It defies human logic to how these situations work. Yes. The the district attorney there dropped the charges because the district attorney did not believe that he could prove beyond a reasonable doubt without her testimony that there was abuse and that he was completely at fault and that he was the abuser. So he dropped the charges because that's his responsibility. Well, it's just almost impossible to do that if that if the victim will not testify. Uh, it, it's legally that Correct. makes no sense. Correct. So you, I'm not even sure you could get an indictment at that point. Yeah. It, it. That being said, I've read the correspondence that surrounded his termination between his attorneys and the University of Texas. And summed up, the University of Texas says, you're fired with cause. He responds, essentially, through his attorneys, with, but there are, the charges are going to be dropped. And they respond with, look, if you want to bring this on, bring it. It reminded me of when Ole Miss fired Hugh Freeze, which is... Yeah, you, you don't want discovery here. You Stop. probably don't want to take this much further. And so the question you have is... I don't even know, Chase, is it... I guess it's optics. I mean... No, it's just do you want to be part of your program? I mean, it, it is optics. That's a very important part yeah. of it. But Because there's also a difference. And again, I, whatever. I'm just, but I'm, I feel like nobody's making this argument, so I'll, I'll be the one to make it. Is... Also, there's a difference. Okay, I mean, again, everybody's fought with a spouse. Everybody's done these different things. There's two things here, and I think I believe both of these. One is, according to a lot of people around this situation, there's some volatility in the relationship. Clearly, because of this incident and all these things. Right. Frankly, in some ways, the fact that they're still together makes me nervous. If I'm Keith Carter, of who says they do just have a volatile evening and something turns into whatever in any way because. Right. Your 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 second chances are gone from the standpoint of any little thing becomes a big thing because of the situation it is, and then call it optics, call it whatever you want. Most times, in if if you're having an argument with between a man and a woman, and the man is trying to de-escalate or whatever, and even if it becomes somebody's in your face, you know, if it was, hey, she had some bruises on her arms. Again, maybe I'm nitpicking here, but you know where I'm going. Bruises on your arms. You push them away. You're going, hey, stop. You're holding her You're arms. Holding like, hey, get stop. away, quit. And maybe you grip too hard and you cause some bruises. Once it becomes around the neck. Yeah. And we have the things of, however the police phrased it, of inability to breathe. Right. That's a different level for me that is different than I'm holding you off because I'm trying to de-escalate this. Even if I'm pissed off. Once it goes to the neck, because that's there is an optics in a situation that is different. There's me. a defensive wound and there's an offensive wound, yeah. right? Yeah, I'm not right. sure that wound is the right word, but yeah, markings. Whatever. Yeah, if if someone, if 
if a woman is angry at you and she attacks you physically and you're trying to stop her and you grab her arms or her wrist or her shoulders or whatever and you're holding tight trying to like stop, 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 right? Well, there's a chance that you grip too hard. And oh, yeah, they, 100%. And maybe you leave bruising or marks or something on her forearms or her wrist or her hands or her shoulders or whatever. But I don't know that I've ever, in, in an attempt to stop an attack or attack something, you know what I mean? Yeah. An I altercation. I've never had a physical altercation yeah. with the woman, so I can't speak yeah. to this. But I'm guessing that I wouldn't go for the throat. It's one of these guy things that you're always taught as a kid. I was. My my son has been taught this. You just don't ever put your hands on a female in that way. Ever. You just don't. No matter what happens, you get out of it. If it gets crazy, you get out, you leave, you 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 get away. You 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 don't do that. That's not on the menu, if you will. And so when it happens, I think those of us who've sort of grown up with that, we're very uncomfortable with it. Like, what happened? How did that happen? And I, I'm not passing judgment. It's a complicated, like I've said many times, and I wrote this and I reached out to those people. And I mean, listen, the, the we joke about the 4% here. Keith Carter doesn't have a 4%. He's got a much higher percent. Oh, yeah. On a thousand ways. I mean, A, just fan base in general. B, decision-making with ticket. I mean, everything. Everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, you know, how do you... This isn't, hey, the guy just listens to the podcast when he heads to the gym. This is discretionary money coming out of joint accounts every month. In a lot of ways. Yeah. Tickets, donations. You know, so I'll say this. If you're going to hire him, you have to have... A very specific, structured, disciplined media plan for the immediacy and then for moving forward. Because I think you can do it without it being a train wreck. But I think it could become a train wreck. Well, train wreck only happens if something else happens. I mean, if a train wreck is serious, that's 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 whatever. I mean, yeah, look, are you going to catch well, hell? I mean, like, yes. Alabama's approach to Brandon Miller has become a train wreck. It has. But, I mean, they... Catching hell in the media for 48 hours is not a train. No, 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 no. My point is when you catch the hell, you can't fight back. You're going to get the columns. They're going to write them. You know they're coming. You absorb them. You move on. You take them. And then at some point, you put him in front of some degree of friendly media and let him tell the story one time. No, No, you don't. No, see, no, I, I no, think, no, no. You do not. You see, ignore the shit out of it. I do. I, I get out in front of it. I show some. Because con- there's nothing you can do. Contrition. You strangled her. Contrition. You can't say that out loud. No, no, no. You can't. But you can. You, no, you have no, to, no, you, no, 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 no. You no, have no. to have ignore contrition. the hell out you of it. You cannot ignore it. No. Mm-hmm. Well, you're opening it back up. Like uh, you, you do. Th- hey, we had an incident and I choked her. I mean, like. Here's my example. If at the very beginning Alabama had said Brandon Miller was there, the other kid was there. And Brandon Miller had said, I showed remarkably poor judgment. And Alabama had said, hey, we're going to suspend him for two games or four games. It might actually be have passed over now. I don't know that they'd be taking 
the assault that they're taking right now from the media. Now, they've a lot of it self-served. I mean, my God, he acted like an idiot on Saturday, even on the floor with some of the stuff that he did, jawing at people. Oh, I mean, yeah. It's- I mean, and the, the pat down before the game was just tone deaf beyond anything I've ever seen. I think it was Anthony Black. He, he beat Anthony Black, and he starts jawing at him. It's like, dude, you literally are a month removed from, from what you're removed from. It came out this week. But there's no week. proof he touched any. He made really bad judgment, but I don't think Chris Beer can say, I had really poor judgment in putting my hands around her neck. No, he can't. So it just... He it, can say, I, I, wish, I wish we had not allowed that night to escalate the way that it well, did. Sure. But... And that it's not going to... Nothing like that will ever happen again. Go on record saying that it will never happen again. Because otherwise, it's a constant thing. If you approach it one time and say, I'll, I'll talk about it, and then this is the last time. But you can't time. talk about it. You can make one sentence. That's the problem. That's what I'm saying. And then you say, here's what I'm going to say about it, and that I'm, I'm not going to ever talk about it again. It's never going to happen again. And then you got to be a Boy Scout. And look, people say the message it sends is that all you care about is winning, that it's about nothing but winning. That's absolutely the truth. And you have to be, are you cool with that? And frankly, you, you basically should be because that's all it's about anymore. It's absolutely all about winning. It's not about anything else. Yeah, a couple of people in the stream. I'm saying, yeah, if you want to make literally one sentence, but you can't talk about it. You can't have a conversation is my point. Because I, I, I misinterpreted. You said sit down with friendly media. You can't have a conversation because you get too detailed. You have to literally have one statement. Probably could do it with the right person. But it becomes even more disingenuous because you're intentionally not saying shit. You're sure. going, but, but, I mean, you're, look, you're talking around uh, of course, everything. It's, it's, it'd be propaganda. But, I mean, at some point, it's going to get asked. If they introduce him in a press conference, it's going to get asked. Keith's going to get asked about it. He's going to get asked about it. And you have a set statement for that moment, and then I never speak of it again. Maybe you're right. I probably do the friendly media, lots of contrition, move on. I just think you're doubling the stories. Because they're going to write the stories after the press conference, you might, and then you, you're doubling it again Maybe do with it, think pieces. Do it on the same day. Walk right out of the press conference and sit down with friendly media. I don't know who that is. And when I say friendly media, I don't mean local. I mean somebody with national stroke. Who he's buddies with. Goodman. Jeff, not Joseph. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) And then you have to have really thick skin because you're going to get smoked by some national people. Yeah, that doesn't even, that's not, honestly, that's not my concern. No, it has to be national. It can't be somebody yeah, local. It can't be Chuck. That you, would be that'd be weak. You're playing into the whole deal. You, um, you'd look remarkably weak at that point. I don't. The media thing doesn't. That doesn't even really bother me, frankly. Like it, well, it it'll it, pass. That, that, that's not the part to me. It's your own constituents, right? It's your own constituents, and it's so. Let's because it was a point. It was a good point in the stream. The basketball because it was. They mentioned the ladder. We always talk about. 
The basketball program, no doubt, is at the bottom of the barrel. Yeah. Period. Yeah. The Ole Miss brand is not weak. No. Chris Beard does something else, and he's harming your overall brand. Sure. It's not just basketball. It's no. school, program, university, culture. It's the second biggest job on campus. Yeah. It is. Yeah, sure. I mean, there's a real upside to it. I suspect with Chris Beard as the coach, you'd schedule better. I think you'd recruit better. I think you'd get better players. I think you'd win. He wins everywhere he goes. Oh, I mean, I, that, I don't know that any of that's even debatable. That's kind of what it's all about. I mean, if I'm being consistent with my ladder analogy, when you're at the bottom, that's when you have no risk. You swing. To what you're aware of, you would hire Chris Beard. Pending my feelings after I sat down with him and her. And I'd have to talk to the people at Texas. I do want to know why Del Conte made the decision he made. I'd have to. I do feel like that's something that's maybe the most important thing that we don't 100% know because they they took their time. They tried to play it out and wait and see what happened, and they went, nope, not tenable. Yeah, I don't know about that. They took their time. I think that was covering their selves legally. I think they made the decision immediately that he wouldn't be their coach. And for them, it was about brand. But let's be real now. Texas can go out and, and go big game hunting. Sure. Almost necessarily can't. Not in basketball. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And Chris Beard, because money is an issue, Chris Beard can't demand some crazy salary. I'm told consistently by people who know that both Beard and and Wade, from what I've heard about what Ole Miss's budget probably is, that they would both come in underneath it. Yeah. I mean, specifically with Will Wade, I've heard he would take a very small salary that was, and then incentive, very incentive laden. Very incentive laden. That if he won big, that he would obviously benefit from that. 
Would I do it? I don't. I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I'd, I'd I'd have to. Would I do it? Probably so. Do I think Keith Carter would do it? I don't know. But I'd have to have. I'd have to feel really, really good about the conversation I had. But now here's the deal. Here's the flip side, mm-hmm. and this is important. Mm-hmm. And, I'm, I'm, and I, when you decide, that, you know what? Morally, ethically, we just can't do this. And you go hire mid-major, fill in the blank. And Chris Jans leaves Mississippi State and goes to uh, Wichita State. Yeah. And then Mississippi State hires Chris Beard. And three years from now, they're in the Elite Eight. And I'm fighting to try to get into the NIT or worse. It's on me. But that's a little bit of a non sequitur. You're not hiring anybody who you think you're fighting to get in the NIT in, three, in year three, though. Like, I, I get what no, you mean, but, but, but like, but come on. But that's guaranteeing, oh, well, I know this guy's going to fail, and Chris Beard's the only person who's going to win. No, like, I know that. Eh. But they just but they just made a hire five years ago. It was their hire. I mean, they hired a guy five yeah, sure. years ago, and they thought he would win, and he didn't. He didn't. Yeah, and I'm not advocating for the mid-major. I'm just saying that right. that's a but you because on the same token, Chris Beard does it again, and he's at Mississippi State, and you go, oh, thank, thank God. Oh, sure. Oh, there's look, there's no guarantees on this, except one guy's won big at the college level, and the guys that are on that mid-major list haven't. I mean, I think a lot of people think Pat Kelsey's going to be a really good coach, but yeah, sure. he hasn't won big yet. Mm-hmm. Chris Beard has. Chris Beard's been in the tournament and gotten to the Elite Eight and then gotten to the national championship game. I mean, they were right there with Virginia at the end. They had a chance to win that game. At Texas Tech, not Kentucky, not Kansas, not North Carolina, not Duke, not UCLA, Texas Tech. He was very competitive in the Big 12 at Texas Tech. Ole Miss is kind of the Texas Tech of the SEC. I hope nobody is offended by that. I don't mean culturally, or I just mean you in mean terms basketball of program. where you sort of rank resources and all that stuff. He did it at Texas Tech consistently. There's no reason to think he couldn't do something similar to that at Ole Miss, especially with the transfer portal at his at his disposal. But yeah, I mean, is it is it more than fair to say, hey, so the very first time that they had a physical altercation was the first time that this... So hey, look, maybe... I, don't know. I, it could be. Yeah, don't know. But is it fair to wonder? Sure. And yeah. again, I'm not crazy advocating against it. I'm just pointing out things here that... Oh, no. I, I mean, mean like are, I told you, before I could do it, I'd have to have a... I'd and, ha- and look, I do think it's more possible today than it was two weeks ago. I do too. I do too. I, I honestly. Oh, I think it's real. Yeah, I do too. Um, I'm not sure that if we had the big board up, that's not where I would put my money today. I think it is. Where Depending put, on where the odds were, I think it probably is where I would put my money today. Yeah, I think so too. I think, but I think you've got to go to wherever they are, and you've got to sit down with them. You being Keith Carter, or Glenn Boyce, or both, probably both. And I think you have to have a long visit. No, I really don't have a problem. Like, I, I, if they hire Beard, I'm not offended, Grind. I'm really not. I'm just 
No, I'm not offended. There's there, there's a segment that's just simply not even focusing on the other side. I'm going, hold on a minute. Like you have to weigh this. It's not well look, Keith Carter. It, it's a little bit of a it's not even a frustration, but what I'm noticing is some people go, Oh God, if they don't hire Chris Beard, I'm out and it's an easy decision. No, it's not an easy decision. No, it's, it's a very difficult decision. Yeah, no, no, no you, you guys are toe tunneled. You're not it, there's Will Wade's the easy decision. Yeah, and we'll go there now. I mean, he's the easier decision. Chris Beard's not an easy decision. Yeah. Because look, I'll say this now we got to go to a break, but Keith Carter is out in the community. Keith Carter has to meet with constituents. Keith Carter meets with fund with the people that they they try to raise money for, right? Yeah, sure. I mean, he he's got people that are that are they have to go out and and, and raise capital and all these things. And you have to be comfortable looking those people in the eye and going it's going to be okay. I, I, I did my due diligence. It's going to be okay. The donor who's pissed. You're, the, you're, or, or worried. Yeah. You're, it's, this is going to work out. You've got to be willing to say that to people. You can't be like, well, you know, hey, look, we, we're going to still see what happens. Yeah, no, that's not the no, answer. No, no, no. you got to be able to go, I'd talk you to you got to put them. your stamp on it. You have to. Yeah. And, and you know. I, so that's where it gets different so when you're the one making yeah, the hire. So, it's, so when you ask me, would you do it? It's easy for me, and I say this all the time. I don't go anywhere. I don't yeah. see anybody. I don't answer to anyone. I've talked about it with my wife. And she's like, ah, you know, I mean, I'm all over the place on it. At the end of the day, you're, you're, you know, if you were the AD, is what she said, and I think she's right. If you're the AD, your job ultimately, ultimately is twofold. Raise it money is, and win. It is one, to hire people who will win. And two, to hire people who will uh, help athletes, forget student athletes, athletes have the best experience possible. Yeah. Safe, yeah, sure. winning, healthy, all that stuff. Yeah. That's your job, to protect the athletes who play for you across the board. You don't want to put monsters in the building that are going to, sure. for example, you, you, know, you don't want to be the one that hires the Michigan State women's gymnastics coach, yeah, right? Sure, sure. And then it's your job to win. Your job is to win. Yes, and I mean, look, you're right. If the no matter who it is, if the hire fails, and Chris Beard or Will Wade win somewhere else, it's at least there's a connectivity to it that you will be connected to. There's no doubt about that. So we'll shift to Will Wade yeah. in a second. Justin Hill Creamery, JustinHillCreamery dot com. They make all their cheeses locally and in house every single day. Six six two four one nine nine two zero one. Cheese at johnsonhillcreamery.com, charcuterie boards, catering, grazing tables, workshops, and more. They've got a really cool video on their Instagram page today about how they put all their charcuterie boards together. So uh, to check out their local products they have right there off Molly Bar in Oxford. It's on White Oak Lane. Again, great house mustards, great sauces, great things there with Johnson Hill Creamery. Again, 662-419-9201. Still have time to uh, take advantage of the Dead Soxy BOGO winter sale, even though it doesn't feel like winter outside right now. At least not here. It might where you live. Uh, when you buy two sock bundles, you get the second bundle 50% off, or you get a free pair of socks with any single pair you purchase. To get the deal, just put any two bundles or any two pairs of socks in your cart and uh, apply the code Rebel Grove. If you've got bundles in there, it'll take 50% off the least expensive bundle. If you've got two pairs of socks in your cart, it will make the least expensive pair free. So head over to deadsoxy.com, stock up on this incredible winter sale. As always, stay soxy. My 10 Weekend Thoughts, we've referenced a couple times. They're brought to you by Game Changer Patches. They're the only two-patch system available in the market to stop hangovers before they start. The warm-up patch is used before or while you drink. The overtime patch is used after you've been drinking to recover while you sleep. 
The all-natural ingredients will keep you in the game. Ready for your next play, GameChangerPatch.com, promo code REBELGROVE20 at checkout for 20% off your purchase. Uh, ACS, Automation and Control Systems, LLC, is owned by my friend Clay McNutt in Baldwin, Mississippi. It's a complete electrical control system solution provider, a Rockwell Automation Recognized System Integrator. They have a full-time dedicated emergency service and troubleshooting staff and a UL508A panel shop. Uh, they can service and install Rockwell Automation, Allen Bradley, Siemens, ABB, Square D, and many other manufacturers. Just get in touch with them. Go to acsllcms.com or call 662-601-4381. And we're brought to you by Lamons. 1126 North Lamar Boulevard in Oxford. Lamons Fine Jewelry has been serving Oxford for about three quarters of a century. Whatever your jewelry needs may be, from engagement rings to ju- children's jewelry, collectibles, and more, it's the gold standard in fine jewelry. Visit them at lamonsfinejewelry.com or call them at 662-234-2777. And we're brought to you by Pinnacle. Pinnacle based in Jackson, but they've got... Uh, Clients in more than 20 states, advisors in multiple states. They provide detailed, specialized investment management, financial planning, retirement planning for individuals and businesses, and much, much more. It's mypinwealth.com, M-Y-P-I-N-N, wealth.com. Podcast is brought to you by G&M Pharmacy, 662-236-2222. They deliver locally in the Oxford area and they offer MedSync. Fear prescriptions the same day each month. And take care of you. One trip to the pharmacy, one delivery, and you have everything you need when you need it with G&M. They also will transfer your medications easily. Leave the big box pharmacy. Let your community pharmacy help you out. That's G&M. One call. They take care of the rest. 662-236-2222. Just seeing here, we're not spending 10 seconds on it, but Anthony Clarko, Ole Miss's first baseman, definitely avoided a crazy situation. I just see Kendall reported a second ago. Northwestern is 0-6 overall, and their pitching coach, their hitting coach, recruiting coordinator, and director of ops all stepped away this morning, leaving only the head coach oh, with the program. That's a bad meeting. It's not, it's not ideal, is it? Be an so, interesting practice this afternoon. Be a very limited practice this afternoon. Got one dude hitting some fungo out yeah. there. I mean, be like Little League. Might be where you just take the day. Yeah. Hey, guys. Hey. See y'all tomorrow at four. Today's the off day. Yeah. We'll, 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 I know we got the, the the midweek against Illinois Chicago or whatever, but we'll... Supposedly. Supposedly, yeah. I don't know. Anyway. All right, Will Wade. Any of you guys ever coached first base before? <laughs> Where's David Brandt when you need him? Yeah. Um, Will Wade, as you, you... You basically set it up in the... In the preview. Um... Let's do it this way. I'm trying to gather my thoughts a little bit. Okay. My thoughts are more clear on Wade. Best case scenario is he either doesn't get a show calls or he gets time served of a show calls. Mm-hmm. My question in that is, can he recruit now until the determination is made? On campus. Yes, yes, yes. Right now he can. No, I mean, even right now, can he go off campus? Yeah, he can do it. Because he doesn't have a show calls. He can do whatever he wants. Okay, that's what I'm saying. I'm just pointing. I'm making sure I was clear on this. Yeah. If you hire Will Wade tomorrow, he could recruit normally tomorrow. Yeah. Pending a show calls coming down. Sure. Okay. If a show calls come, comes down, he can still coach. The thing he can't do is go off campus for recruiting. Right. But he can recruit on campus. Because basically, if you make a mistake, you're they throw the book at you. Yeah. And that's kind of how that works. But he could send the assistants out. So Bruce Pearl did. Your issues with hiring, because I mean, we'll, we'll go through it. The, the negatives to hiring Will Wade are... I guess there's three if we just want to go completely with all of them. It's 
he builds everything off of recruiting, and can you recruit to Ole Miss the same way you recruited to LSU? That's okay. a question you have to ask. All right. Two, what is the show cause if he gets one, and can you gamble on that without knowing 100%? Because I don't know if you ever know 100%. Things happen, things change, right. things are weird. I mean, sure. always and never we try to avoid. I don't think you can just guarantee, No, we know how that committee is going to rule, period. True. That feels tenuous. It's, oh, it's gamble, sure. To say at, at the least. And because of that, can you hire a guy who could end up with a show cause? Is that doable for a program in this level of roster building need? That if Will Wade got a six month or a year show calls, could you could you make that okay? And I mean, hardly anybody. I'm not. But honestly, I kind of go. Well, can you? I don't know. I mean, I maybe depend on his staff. Who's who is his staff? Um. Feels pretty certain Bill would probably be on his staff. Unless he got a show cause. Well, fair. Um, it's not as simple as one phone call to Greg Sankey, but you could. He is a resource that is very helpful in this. I have heard, again, I can't vouch for the pure veracity of this because I haven't talked to Greg Sankey about it, okay? I have heard that Greg Sankey is perfectly fine with Will Wade coming back into the league. I have heard that Greg Sankey was somewhat frustrated with LSU for their hire, their the way they handled Wade, suspending him, bringing him back, then firing him. All of that stuff. And I've heard from multiple people that the hearing in Dallas went really, really well that a show cause is unlikely and that if there's one, it will be one that is, pardon the pun, just for show. And if that's the case, he's really hireable. He's 40 years old. He's super motivated. He wants the Ole Miss job. Not just wants to get back into the SEC. He wants to coach at all. He wants to coach against LSU. He wants the job. He wants to recruit against LSU. He's recruited well everywhere he's ever been and multiple people tell you that he would Bring players. Period. He doesn't have off the court baggage. Had someone say he's Gus Malzahn. He's just a junkie. He's basketball. No, all while day. he's hated by everybody else because of his own court antics and the way he kind of handled that whole situation. Sure. Inside his communities he has been in, he's very well liked. Yeah. They still love him in Baton Rouge. There's a lot of people there that would wish they could have him back. So the whole punchable face thing and all that stuff whatever i mean so what no he was like from that standpoint he's the epitome of yes he's a complete asshole but he can be my asshole of course like, i mean that's- there's a lot of that in, <laughs> there's a lot of that in coaching right i mean tuscaloosa <laughs> loves nate oates yeah lots of other people don't like nate oates i mean auburn loves bruce pearl there are other people that look at bruce pearl and like i can't stand that guy mm-hmm. buzz williams eric musselman i mean other people hate eric musselman people in fayetteville would lay down on train tracks for him so yeah. that who cares yeah, that to me that part's just like whatever. That's fandom. He he wins. He's good. He would be cheap, at me, least initially. Let me pose this at you again. I feel like I'm playing devil's advocate today because when I mean it makes for a better property podcast. Um, because I I think you hire Will Wade. I, I I think Will Wade is hireable, and I have no issue with it. But for the sake of the conversation, um, Will Wade 
not even about whether you want to call it insubordination or anything you did, but he has made a career of this, of basically, and look, a lot of people like this, thumbing his nose at the NCAA and going, I'm doing whatever I want. Sure. I'm at it. I'm breaking the rules. I'm public about it. F you. It's more than fair to say this. Not to interrupt you, but it, where you're going, is it's more than fair to say, yes, today you can throw a boatload of cash at a player. You can make a strong-ass offer to a player yeah. today, and it's cool. But then it was against the rules, yeah, and my, he did my it. My point is... Right. Is that is it an isolated thing of because there's two ways? This is what Will Wade did. That is now legal. Okay, sure. Will Wade went 140 in a speed zone. Is he going to do that now with whatever the new thing is that's 140 in a speed zone right. at a place that is still kind of hung up and nervous about the NCAA? There is scar tissue in the Ole Miss program regarding the NCAA. Sure. So are you hiring a coach that goes? Okay, I'm going to literally, and I'm being facetious and hyperbolic. I'm going to be the one that drives the cash over for the NIL myself. You know what I mean? Like, are you are you hiring that well, guy? Here would be a fair scenario. Yeah, now, sure. now, now you can throw money at, at kids through your NIL. You can have Walker Jones and, and but I'm sure there's a way to break the rules. But what I was going to say yeah. is, but you you know, is he is he going to go? Okay, well, you know what? Now that I can do that, I'm going to go tamper like hell. Right. I'm going to go. I'm going to go get in a plane and I'm going to fly to wherever and I'm going to meet with the star forward at Wisconsin and offer him a boatload of cash. Yes. Because you can't do that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Do you find the next thing? And I don't know. I mean, again, that's the Will Wade concern for me. What does Keith Carter make? Million dollars? Yeah, give or take. That's that's where he's got to sit down with Will Wade in this scenario and go. I got to know. I got to know what what are we are we you know what am I going to deal with here. Yeah, are you going to be I, this dude? I think the I didn't talk to Joe Oliva can be explained away by it's look, legal stuff. My attorneys told me not to speak, and that I realized that pissed off LSU. But my attorneys were looking out for me, and there were people at LSU, Carlos Temple, who were not looking out for me, and I had to be careful. I had a I had a family to feed. I get that. I think that part's overcomable fast. Yeah, I, I'm with you there, but the other part, sure. People go well, you know. It was, it was, it's, it's legal now, but it wasn't legal then, and it's why everybody hated him. And look, there were people in coaching who kind of like everybody, who get along with kind of everybody, who hated him. Because they felt like, like you said, hey, we're all on the interstate, right? I mean, you're on the interstate. You're going 70. It's a 70-mile-an-hour speed limit, and you're rolling down the road 79, and you're passing a few people, and a few people are passing you. But when the asshole goes flying by you at 110, you go, that's dangerous as hell, you jackass, right? We all do. It's amazing how well the speed limit thing has stayed as a good metaphor for recruiting. That's been a, that's been a lasting one right it's there. It's been steady. It works. But he was going 110. He was flying. Now, he wasn't the only one. It wasn't like he was by himself. He was in the that most lane. public about it. Yeah. Well, I mean, Sean Miller was pretty public. I mean, there okay. were there, there. He had he had company. Sean Miller rejuvenated his career as Xavier. And that's the other thing. To to this point, everyone goes, "Well, they're going to get hit hard." And I said this to somebody the other day, and they were like, "You're right." The IARP that that arm that of of the enforcement arm of the NCAA has yet to hit anybody hard. I mean, they've yet to do anything other than like pull out a pillow and go here and kind of hit you on the bottom a little bit with it. Is it at least a topic of paranoia if you think they would hit you harder than some people because of the history? 
Would you at least worry about that? I don't know. I mean, I'm just talking about when you're in the room, does somebody raise a hand and go, we sure? I think if I'm in the room on that, I'm like, I don't know. You know, we didn't exactly put together the most consistent defense against that the last time. I mean, if you go back, if you're honest about it, right? I mean, there were, there were, but they could do something stupid that would make it where you have to fire him. Sure. They could. Sure. They're not, but they could. Sure. Hey, Will Wade has a two year show calls. Okay. Well, he can't be my coach. I got to fire him anymore. Yeah. I guess at that point, you just go, okay, well, I will say this. One of the things that is, is key to mention here. Ole Miss went four and 14 in the league last year. They appear destined for three and 15 this year. I mean, so yeah, at best four and 14. Yeah. So you go two and 16 in the league next year. Okay. So what, what's the difference? I mean, what's the difference from that standpoint? If you ended up having to, okay, hit the pause button for a year. Okay. Go find somebody else to coach, figure it out. I don't know. Beats me. My gut, Chase, is that you could get some assurance that if he got hit, it wouldn't be that hard. Because if... Well, you're begging for time served. Let the NCAA claim a little flesh, and you move on with your day, and we all just... Maybe there's two months on it. Or maybe, hey, there's going to be his first two games at Ole Miss he can't coach. Whatever. Whatever. Get a pound of flesh. Yeah. Go beat Charleston Southern and move on with your I have a suspicion, and I could be wrong. And if Keith Carter told me, no, Neil, it's not how it works, you're wrong, I'd say, okay, how about that? I learned something new today. I have a feeling that Keith Carter could talk to some of the people, or Glenn Boyce, or both, or whatever, could talk to the people involved in that and get some fairly strong clue as to what's coming. Because they've had conversations. I mean, the NCAA moves at the speed of a sundial, but but they've had you have a feel for it. Xavier had a pretty good clue that Sean Miller was going to be cleared. I mean, Greg Christopher has admitted it as much. Yeah, he called colleagues. Almost people remember that name. He oh. called he called colleagues and basically knew what was coming. He did. You could so. I I I think it's. It's it's accurate yet somewhat disingenuous for Ole Miss people to go. Well, you just don't know. You just don't know what the verdict would be. And maybe I'm wrong. I just have a feeling you could probably get a someone hand you some tea leaves. Yeah, I'm guessing. I could, again, I could be completely wrong. And if I am, I'll I'll come back. If someone corrects me today and reaches out and says, "Hey, that's not how it works," I will correct myself tomorrow and. We'll move on with the conversation. I'm, I'm, I'm man enough to admit that I was completely wrong, and I'm, I'm admitting right now that I could be, but I don't think I am. Yeah. So. Logic tells me I'm not. Yeah. So that's the Will Wade case. Well, again, we'll mention Will Wade probably every day between now and he either takes another job or Ole Miss hires a head basketball coach. But there's your amuse bouche for today as we oh. move forward with that. Wow. Uh, podcast brought to you in part by Any Spark, N E S P A R C. Two packages the Ignite, the 100 Mbps, or the Blaze, the one gig that powers the Clark Ford Studio. Your hometown team bringing you world class broadband. That's AnySpark.com. 662-238-3159. Phone service, prone controls, network security, a wireless mesh extender for those who need that extra step. The best internet in Lafayette County, as well as parts of Union and Pontotoc counties for those who previously did not have internet. 662-238-3159. 
Also brought to you by John Edwards, Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis. It's spring break time. It's also summer vacation planning time. Get in touch with John and uh, just give him some parameters. Give him a budget. He will help uh, make a special trip, one that creates a lifetime of unique memories. Uh, you don't have to live in or, near, in or near Memphis to take advantage of his services. 901-494-3387 or send him an email at jedwards at regencytravel.net. Uh, don't forget about OPA on the square if you're coming up uh, anytime soon for basketball, for baseball, or uh, spring, the Grove Bowl, the Double Decker, whatever the case. Stop at OPA. It's uh, fabulous food, great craft libations, as well Oxford's newest Greek restaurant on the square. I'll have a mailbag up to you at some point on Wednesday. That's brought to you by Whitney McNutt of Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtors, serving you for all of your real estate needs in Oxford and Tupelo. Whitney sells condos, land, commercial, and residential family homes. You can reach her at 662-567-2573 or 662-842-3844. Also brought to you by Service Specialist Staffing and Recruiting Agency. They've been connecting great job opportunities to candidates since 1967. If you're on the job hunt, whether you're seeking an entry-level position or you're a seasoned professional, they have opportunities across the board. IT, engineering, dentistry, accounting, law, manufacturing, human resources, or uh, so much more. Even if you don't really know what you're looking for, they can help you. It's their goal to get to know you, get to know your strengths, see what you're looking for in your next career move, and help you find the right fit. It's always free for the candidate. Conversations are kept confidential, so you've got nothing to lose. Give them a call, and um, they'll help you. Will, Sydney, or Kelsey, 662-832-5138. Or check out their new and improved website, servicespecialistltd.com. Don't just accept what you see, but imagine something new. Step forward, Chase, after a better version of yourself every day. Court Thintel's helping people reinvent themselves one smile at a time. Dr. Bubba McQueen, Dr. Jenny Beth Hendrick are devoted to restoring and enhancing the natural beauty of your smile using conservative state-of-the-art procedures, including Invisalign. These clear aligners are the virtually invisible way to improve your smile. So call Court Thintel today for a no-cost digital scan of your teeth. Let them show you the way to a straighter healthier smile 12 months no interest no down payment financing is available at corinthdental.com and we're brought to you by southern traditions farm it's a 68 acre 32 stall upscale equestrian training and boarding facility in canton mississippi two sand rings a grass ring miles of wooded trails there's a lot offered at southern traditions including horseback riding offerings from beginner lessons with trainer susan walt to buying your first horse, competing at nationally recognized competitions, and much, much more. To learn more, get in touch with the people at Southern Traditions Farm on Facebook or Instagram at Southern Traditions Farm. So again, uh, Ole Miss knocks off Maryland two out of three over the course of the weekend. Lose 9-2 on Friday night in a pretty ugly game. Uh, Jason Sabacool, the ace for Maryland, was excellent. He uh, struck out nine, didn't walk anybody, which was a hell of an accomplishment considering the rest of the weekend. Uh, really shut down Ole Miss's right-handed batters, and they'll see him again on Friday. The team teams play again in Maryland or in Minnesota on uh, on Friday night as part of Ole Miss trying to win the Big Ten here in the uh, the non-conference play. They play Minnesota, Nebraska, and Maryland before Purdue comes in for three the next weekend. Oh. So yeah, nine games weekend in a row. A uh, busy five-game stretch for Ole Miss. They've got La Tech at home on Tuesday and Wednesday. Before those three, I'm part of eight games in 10 days, and they have very little pitching depth right now. It's I, I talked to Mike yesterday about it, said it's kind of a blessing and a curse because you have to get through them, and that's scary, but at the same time, here's opportunities. See what it looks like. Cause See what you got. You're going to run everybody out on the mound. They simply they, – look, the strike zone was very tight all weekend. I don't know where the officials, the umpires were from, but it was a really, really tight strike zone. 
I'm wondering if it is a overcorrection to officials in college baseball getting track man reports of their own performance for the first time. I wonder if we've got a little bit of a something going on there with that. But um, Ole Miss, they've walked 46 in 58 innings this season. That's .79 walks per inning. Last season, Ole Miss walked .41 per inning. So uh, it's early, only two weeks, small sample sizes. But yeah. um, Ole Miss only has, right now, with Hunter Elliott out and then Mallets and Maddox out, they only have two pitchers from last year's team who threw double-digit innings last season. There is no experience on this team. Mason Nichols and Jack Doherty, the only two major contributors from last year that are still pitching. So it, this is not a shock that Mike is taking a minute to figure this out. I mean, it's new dudes everywhere and trying to figure out niches and roles and who can handle the lights when they're on and who can't. And it's probably happening all over the country. Yeah, look, I mean, it's 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 everywhere. It's a deal where – because I saw some criticism of them yesterday. They had to find a way to get out. So I understood Mike trying to get one more out out of guys because there was no one to go to. I mean, it, they threw 11 different people over the weekend. He's throwing everybody out there and seeing what he's got. and You go from there, and then the luxury they have is that the offense is really, really, really good. Yep. It, it pounds. Um, 30 runs the last 16 innings over the weekend – as uh, yesterday, I I had not even started writing because the game was fairly close. Everybody was hitting home runs. Maryland had hit three two-run homers in a row over three different innings. And uh, then you look up all of a sudden and Ole Miss puts up a seven spot and run ruled them with Calvin Harris's walk-off grand slam there in the seventh. None of us knew there even was a run rule in effect because there wasn't a curfew in effect yesterday. So Because Maryland stayed in Oxford last night before leaving this morning. Oh. And uh, then the game just ended. We're like, oh well, there's there's that. Calvin goes four for five yesterday for with two home runs and eight RBIs. So pretty good afternoon for uh, Mr. Harris. I wonder what Maryland did around town last night. Just hung out. <laughs> I don't know. Stayed, were they at the graduate or somewhere? Yeah, usually that's the the, the play there. I don't know. Yeah, just, yeah. Yeah, because Sunday night not a lot is open. You got to kind of search a little for yeah where you where you're headed. But yes, they stayed in town last night before leaving this morning. I. I'll get into the pitching stuff. I'll get into the hitting. Our message board has been overrun by uh, the antics yesterday, for the most part, of uh, of this game. I just thought it was a fun weekend. Frankly, I enjoyed myself more than I've typically in, in, enjoyed some of these early season things. Maryland was good. They really got after Ole Miss on Friday night. They were chippy. They they brought a lot of energy, some, some swagger to it. Um, and I think... Ole Miss responded well, and I thought about halfway through the game Saturday, the crowd finally got to Maryland a little bit, kind of shook them, and they sort of had a hard time getting back after that. It was sort of, it was, a, it was a, it felt like a different Maryland team from that point where they lost composure. They were kind of composed, chippy until that point, and then I thought they were kind of reaching forward a little bit. Um, look, TJ McCants yesterday, he hits a three run homer. He watched it for a long time. It it probably hit the ground prior to him running. The uh, the umpire and the catcher both stood up while he was still standing at the plate and told him, hey, why don't you get get moving a little bit? TJ turned back around and said what appeared to be some pretty unnice things to the catcher. Mm-hmm. Um, got around the, the field when he got to home plate. The catcher was still frustrated, still chirping at TJ. The umpire stood between them, made sure he stayed in front of the catcher as TJ rounded the plate. Ole Miss kind of came out on the steps. Kim Balderman was a long way out on the steps. And you you had a second there. You went, this thing's got a chance to get real combustible uh, fast here. And after that, there was still some chippiness. But it was, it was all weekend. I just thought, you know, look, Ole Miss is a prideful team. They can certainly be a little – they're, they're not – nobody's Tennessee. But, I mean, you know, you, you got your moments. And I thought – 
I thought Maryland brought in an edge that they thought they needed, and then it just sort of turned yeah. into what turned into over the weekend. I'm not criticizing either side for the most part. I thought it was fun. TJ stayed there a second or two too long. Yeah. The catcher defended his pitcher. Did what he's supposed to do. It was fine. Nobody threw a punch. It wasn't Tennessee where that jackass, they he hits a home run, they review the home run, say, okay, yes, it did go around, and then he bat flips after the review. Yeah, it's like on. you're – no. I can't. I can't wait until they're eliminated at the end of the year. I, I, I'm. You know how the Dolphins do their champagne. I, that's that's my champagne. Is when Tennessee gets eliminated in in June. Because no. it, uh, look, like, go if, ahead. If you stand there as long as TJ stood there, as a catcher, you've got to defend your pitcher. And I know people are like I don't understand it. Well, there are just unwritten rules that you have to follow. And as a catcher, you have to defend your pitcher right there. Even if you think the pitcher. You can't believe he threw the ball where he threw it. You still have to go, hey, take off. Yeah, get, get That's moving. your job. And so the people that are jumping on the catcher, if it were your catcher, you'd be for it. That's just fandom. It it's is fine. funny, though. I do love this part of it, and that's where they're right. The pitcher can strut around and talk like hell, and that's sort of accepted. But then he gets stood up, and the pitcher looks like he wants to go. Like, yeah. so hold on a minute. There's an uneven well, you know where celebration come, to you, this. You know where I am on all this. I am old school on all this. I hate the pitcher strutting around the mound. I hate bat flips. I'm saying if the pitcher wants to strut, then okay. Sure. You, you get the whole bat flip, bud. Go ahead. Yeah. But then the catcher still has to say that. He can't sit there and go, hey, you know what? You really hit that one good. That was a great flip. No, you got to say something. And it had been kind of coming. So I guess it was Friday night. Kemp sort of dribbled out. The pitcher walked over there and tagged him. And there was a little bit of a weird thing on the tag. And then I guess it was Saturday. Calarco hit a home run. And he basically just stared into the Maryland dugout the entire time around the bases. And it 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 was – you saw it. It was like, okay. Again, I feel for the umpires. Friday, Friday night's got a chance when they get on a neutral field to – if there's some carryover. Yeah, there's going to be some Minnesota fans in the game just having a good time out there at the at the U.S. Bank and going, God, why are these two teams all frustrated with one another? Yeah. They don't know each other. No, yeah. they spent a weekend together. And, and look, well, here's, here is something, and it's true. For Ole Miss, you're the defending national champions. Mm-hmm. You're getting this every week. Go ahead and get got, ready for it. Arkansas bullseye. State was doing it. Arkansas State was chippy as hell on Tuesday night. You got a bullseye on your back. Yeah, so just of course, get ready and – and deal with it. Um, you know, and bring your own energy. I mean, frankly, I mean, we'll see. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're, again, you're going to have a target all year. Yeah. Is T- what it is. TJ had a bad week. He got back. He hit a home run. He stood there for a minute. Okay. Sure. It's all fine. What I pointed out yesterday is my favorite part of baseball, because this happens, is you'll have all this chippiness and they'll want to fight each other. And then like five minutes later, they're just kind of laughing. Like there was there was a review on something yesterday, and Calvin Harris was at second, and he was basically just holding court with the entire Maryland infield, and they're yucking it up and laughing and talking and hanging out. And I went, yeah, okay. It's, oh, it's, it's going to be all right. It's all fine. The people get all worked up. I'm just I'm not a big bat flip guy. I'm just like play the. I, if I were a player, I would be probably pretty boring. If I hit a home run, I'd put the bat down and run. The Barry Sanders hand the ball back to the official and move That's on. Me. Yeah, because I don't. A, that I, prevents it from escalating back towards you. A, I don't want to get thrown at. Yeah. And B, if my teammate is like, here's my problem, and I've you and I've talked about this. 
if I'm the guy hitting behind TJ McCants, I'm kind of like, hey, let's go. Because <laughs> he's frustrated now, and it's my face standing there. Do they throw at TJ Friday? Probably not. If it were big leagues, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Then there's a way that you do that. And both sides go, okay. There's a place that you hit people. Yeah. And there's a place. Hit them in the hip, and we all move on with our day. There's a place that you don't, yeah. Or you throw one behind him to go, hey. Yeah, because you know you, you know when that all happened, the ump went, oh, God. Oh, go. for sure. Are you kidding? This is The ump's like, oh, this is it's a powder keg. All it takes is one person to go. Yeah, pitcher, please don't throw with this guy right now. Please don't throw with this guy right now. Yeah. Please. Well, could, that's actually sort of where it started. Ole Miss couldn't throw a strike, and they hit like four Maryland dudes, and then like a couple of the Maryland guys like almost took steps out toward the thing. It's like, have you watched him pitch? Like They can't throw strikes. They're not hitting you on purpose. Right. There's runners on first and second with nobody out. He didn't hit you on purpose. He's not trying to load the bases. Jesus. We're in the jackpot here, Terry. Yeah, right. Exactly. Terry, we're, our ass is in the jackpot, Terry. We didn't get our shot. Yeah, you did. You just got your shot. That was your shot. Yes, Ginger. Neil would be Jacob Gonzalez. Yes. He just goes yes. about his day. Yep. He's a I hell of a baseball player. I love the way he plays the game. Heart rate never goes up. I love the way he plays the game. I mean, game. that's what Mike Clement said. He, you know, when they won the national title, Gonzalez did like a fist pump and a hop, and Clement's like, that's like any of us doing somersaults down the down the infield. My favorite point. Cub is Kyle Hendricks. You can look at Kyle Hendricks and have no idea what just happened. Just calm. Yeah, Kyle Hendricks, pretty mild mannered dude. Completely. Jackson Thread says happened to, said happened to me in high school. We played Oxford. Guy in front of me hit a bomb off Jason Barber and showboated, and I took ninety two to the dome. That's the thing at the college level. Like at the pro level, when retribution is dished out, it's yeah. usually done right because a pro aims for your butt and hits you in the butt. Yeah, sure. And you're like, okay, that hurt, but all right. I'm a college a, guy's not that precise. I'm headed down to first base. I'm a little pissed off, but that's the end. We're college done. pitchers are like puppies. Like they, they're very athletic, but you don't know where it's going. The coordination is not, yeah. is not, is not so there. Some cat unloads 101 and it rises, and now you get hurt. Yeah, yeah that's why I don't like it. I mean, yeah. I'm honest. I don't like it. I, I, I feel like I love bat flips. I don't. I don't because it, it, people get emotional. And it's interesting to me that Tennessee still can't figure out this is actually going to hinder them. It absolutely is. They're not going to handle it when it gets crunch time and you're playing good teams. And Well, they're the bully. Yeah. Who then can't. And the bully, the bully is successful as long as you don't fight back. Yeah. But when people fight back against the bully – the bully typically gets bloodied and cowers in fear, and that's what happens. Mm-hmm. And Tennessee has become a bully. Yeah. Just stupid. And you just got to be careful with it. That's all. I mean, it, 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 I think it prevented them from winning a national championship last year. And I think it's, they're in the process of letting it prevent them from doing it again this yeah, year. Yeah, once Notre Dame hit back, that was it. They, they, they folded. They got I, frustrated and couldn't. I wrote this in 10 Thoughts. I haven't watched everybody yet. I think I've watched like eight or nine of the SEC teams at least once. Mm-hmm. And Tennessee plays the game differently than the others. Everybody. And everybody has different styles, and you can tell different teams have different levels of edge. But like, like Texas A&M has a certain edge to it. But it's not like that. Vanderbilt. Yeah. 
but Vanderbilt and Vanderbilt is one of the edgier teams, and yet they're nothing like Tennessee, Ole Miss, Arkansas, Mississippi State, Alabama. I've seen all those teams. None of those teams, all those teams play with different levels of edge, but nothing like that. Nothing like that. Vanderbilt tries to affect you with their edge, but they're not this radical just craziness that that Tennessee does. No, and Texas A&M tries to impact you with pace of play. Mm -hmm. A&M tries to impact you with some of the antics, but the antics aren't aggressive. No. No, they're trying to put you to sleep. And so, yeah, like you get irritated at Vanderbilt. I don't know how I want to punch you in the face. You yeah, get. no. You get like you want to go stop with the damn calisthenics quit. and just get on just, with the day. Can, will you get off the damn field? Yeah, right. <laughs> There's a difference between that and you know what? I'm we're ready to we're ready, ready to go. go. We're ready to go. And and you know like I don't know that this is that that's what I notice more than anything is that it's just so completely in another category by itself that they can't figure it out. Yeah. We'll see. We'll talk plenty more baseball as the um, week goes on. Again, five games this week, 4 o'clock on Tuesday and Wednesday for Louisiana Tech. I have not looked to see how Lane Burroughs and his guys have done so far this season. I don't know. But yeah, whatever. It's it's fine. I don't really matter. doesn't care. Frankly, Ole Miss is in the point where they might just want to throw one of these because they got issues with trying to find a way through 45 innings. Well, You might have an arm just eat one for a day and go – Good luck. Here's the ball. I need 70 pitches, and it is what it is. As I have said many, many times. You're not losing this thing in February. so I mean, if, I mean, if you go like 0-8 or something, you can harm yourself. But the 30 games that are going to matter the most they have not started haven't yet. started yet. Yeah. So it's like I'm sure there were SEC teams that lost games over the weekend. It won't matter. Yeah. So, All right. More podcasts to you tomorrow. We'll continue the Ole Miss basketball coaching search conversation for uh, anything that becomes relevant between now and then baseball and uh, a lot of national stuff I actually kind of want to get to we just didn't uh, have an opportunity for that today so that and more coming up have a good day rebelgrove.com in the meantime and we'll talk to you then everyone is talking about magnesium it's all you hear about but why what do we know about magnesium well magnesium is the number one mineral that 75 percent of americans are deficient in If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.